0: Welcome once again to the Druidry of Snow Luminous, breathe in deep, let it all go. May we say the Druid prayer for peace. Deep within the still center of my being, may I find peace. Silently within the quiet of the grove, may I share peace. Gently within the greater circle of humankind, may I radiate peace. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Druidry of Snow Luminos. Last episode we were introduced to Poofba and Dexter. As they uh, had fun drinking the the drink from the top of the magic mushrooms that were cast by Pixie's Aura on the floors, forest floor. So, as we journey to the mystical forest, we walk by the white stones, we float above the water. As we enter the mystical forest, we see the golden one there. As we look at him, his silver eyes wink at us and sort of motion with his eyes for us to look to the left. Look to the west, he says, my friend, look to the west. We look to the west and down in the water, we see the silver one with the golden eyes. The silver one's always been there. Every time we floated across the top of the water, he glanced at us, but our awareness was not there. We were unaware of the silver one's presence For he lives in the water, the calm water, the edge of the entrance to the mystical forest. It's almost as if the golden one was hinting and making us aware that he was there. As we walk into the mystical forest, we are immediately swept up into the large, oak again. It's seen us entering and whisked us up high into its branches. And as we look down, we continue where we left off with Poofba and Dexter. As you remember from the last episode, Poofba has six legs on his left and six legs on his right for a total of 12 legs. All of a sudden poof jumps down and uh, spins around on the ground a little bit as if to stretch his tiny legs. Dexter flies off in front of him, peering through the darkness of the inner forest into a sunlit ray Tunnel that leads out into a large and vast prairie. About that time, Poof Ba breathes in real deep, and all of a sudden, you see all of his legs take off in a motion that is so fast that you can't even visibly see his little legs anymore. He shoots off across the ground laying a three foot tall trail of fire and he deliberately darts right between the stance of Dexter's pose, lighting Dexter's pants on fire. Now this has happened before and Dexter knows exactly what he has to do next. He flies up and grabs a water droplet off of one of the leaves and douses his pants with it. Uh, it didn't quite work, it wasn't quite enough, so all of a sudden you see him take his hands and he spreads them apart and conjures up a, a larger water ball and douses himself. Puffa, I'm gonna get you. But poofa's far down the line. So Dexter tries his best, as best he can to fly as fast as he can to catch poof poof Poofba's very fast, almost like lightning. You'll never catch me as Poofpa giggles. Dexter's like Poofba I'm gonna get you, Poof And so uh, you see him scurrying off in the horizon. About that time, the large tree takes its branches and lifts you up so that you can see past into the distance. You see a small field on fire, lit from Poofba's three-foot-long fire trail. Dexter yells at Poofba. Poofba, don't do it. What are you going to do about it? I'm telling you, Poofball, we've been down this road before. She's not going to be happy. About that time, half of this field is on fire, and you see a very beautiful and elegant lady step outside her cottage. She's Mrs. Finkstend. Finkstend. Oh, this has happened more than once. She sighs. She has a wand in her hand. And uh, she places that back in her back pocket and pulls out a four-foot staff. She twirls it around, spinning it as fast as it can go. Spin, spin, spin around it goes. And then when she stops it, she pushes it forward with her right foot flowing with it. And she pushes out a vector like a cone of silence, sucks all the air in around it. All the energy and all the sound vibrations in that area are sucked into it. It's like a cone or a bubble floats across the field catches Poofball in it. About that time, Dexter's just now finishing up, catching up to poof and he's sucked into it too. So now these two rascals are bouncing around inside this bubble, unable to hear any, anything that each of them are saying. They can see their lips moving, but they can't hear nothing. They're just floating there about six feet off the top of the ground as... Mrs Finkston slowly walks over to them. They can see her sort of like a a shadow in a shower door. They know she's there, but they can't quite focus on her through the bubble till she gets close enough and they can finally see her vibrant yellow eyes staring in at them for they've been captured They just shake each other, shake at each other with their heads and and uh, sigh. Strange thing is, they've been in this situation before. About that time, Lady Fix then blows very gently and the bubble pops. And Poof Bar falls like a brick to the ground Dexter, in a real quick hurry, flutters his wings as fast he can and catches him right before he hits hard in the dirt. Softly and gently lays Poof Bar down on the ground and he bends over. Oh, my back. Poof Bar, when are you going to start losing some weight? Lose weight I shall not, my friend. That's what makes me fast. Takes a lot of energy to make these legs spin Lady Finksten. she's obviously not happy, but she's a little curious why for the third time they've lit her field on fire, playing these cat and mouse games. Well, she doesn't really know what to do with them this time and she's a little bit upset because the field was full of all kinds of flowers of various types that she mixes up into a brew for the next weekend's festival. And she looks at uh, Poof Bar and Dexter and says, fellas, you do realize half my field was for the festival next week. In a very elegant and ladylike voice, if you can imagine. It's his fault. He's the one that scurried off after he drank all that crazy mushroom juice. Well, I do say, Dexter, it did give me quite the jolt. And uh, I couldn't resist lighting your pants on fire. That's not funny, Poofball. Why is it every time we have to get in a a fun match of to see who's the fastest, you always seem to have to fly underneath me. Well, I have to do something with my fire. Anyhow, Mrs. Finksten stands there and uh, she says, fellas, I don't really know what to do with you two, but I can tell you this much. You are going to help me mix my brew for the festival next week if it's the last thing you do. Because now I'm done to... You've, you've ruined a quarter of my field. And uh, I hope we have enough. There's going to be a lot of wonderful creatures there. And you know how they love my brew, guys. They felt a little bit bad for doing what they did but being the way they are it's probably probably uh, not gonna do anybody much good to try to counsel them because uh, it's been known throughout the mystical forest that these two are always getting themselves into trouble so she just has had to accept the fact that uh, that's just the way it is so so We're left here in a very odd and sort of mysterious place as Mrs. Finkston smiles at them and they smile back up at her and she smiles at them and they smile back up at her and it's very odd these three, it's very odd the relationship they have. But uh, we'll have to find out more on the next episode. I appreciate y'all tuning in as uh, we journey further through the mystical forest and maybe meet more and more creatures. Maybe next episode we'll learn more of Lady Finkston and her personality and her attributes. Blue Eyes is doing good and As we know, you know, he guards the entrance to the mystical forest and him and uh, Henry, they pretty much kind of stick close to each other. And so we haven't really heard much from them lately. They're aware of our presence. They know what we're up to, trust me. Nothing goes on in the mystical forest without blue eyes knowing about it. For one to enter his realm and to think that he's not aware of what one's doing is, is folly. So uh, We'll leave it at that. I appreciate everyone tuning in to this week of the Druidry of Snow Luminous. I hope you had a wonderful week. I wish you the best. May we all live in peace and love. May we all be kind to each other. May we all show each other peace. Thank you for tuning in.